On this week's episode of the Casa de Confidence podcast, we have Dr. Nina Cherie Franklin, that salad lady. Check her out. Welcome to Casa de Confidence, a podcast for women and some cool dudes going in the direction of their dreams and the confidence it takes to reach them. I'm your host, Julie DeLuca Collins, and your sidekick, handsome hot husband, that again. Dreamer, a traveler, a missionary, and risk taker. I am a lover of books, activist, philanthropist, and most of all, we are supporter of people and their dreams. If you're someone to the casa for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, we're so glad you're back. Grab your drink of choice, settle in, and make yourself at home. Good morning, Julie. How are you doing? Good morning, Daniel Collins. How's your head? Oh, my head is ouchiful. Ouchiful. Hey, did you know that today's Pi Day? Oh, it's three fourteen. Yes, it sure is. There's no, you know, Pi is a uh, an infinitely repeating number, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess I so. I guess so. Anyway, hey, listen, it's a number that never rounds. It's it never name. ends. Mm. It's a, it's a never-ending story. Oh, my goodness. We're you remember singing. that? Remember no. that movie? No, I don't. With the dragon that looked like no. a dog? No. A I white, don't. fluffy dog like our dogs? A what? No, I don't remember. Really? What, no. No, I don't oh remember my what gosh. you're talking about. Anyway, you know what I'm thinking? This, oh, I've had this headache, and mm. it keeps flaring up. And I have a lot of thoughts about that, is, but I'm going to refrain from having my thoughts on you. I think it has a lot to do with how I'm eating. Mm. Seriously? Yeah. Interesting. And that really. I would have never thought that food affects your body. I know. It has a lot to do. You know what? It's what? just kind of kind of funny that today's guest mm. and yes. you actually talk about that at length we talk about eating or we talk about you about eating okay <laughs> <laughs> about what you eat and how you eat and well stuff I'm, you I'm, eat although and how, how it affects you i have to tell you that i went to costco shopping yesterday because i wanted to get some fresh greens mm-hmm. and some stuff but i didn't want to buy a lot which is kind of ironic that i went to costco but right. i didn't want to buy a lot because we're going out of town However, I came home with muffins. Yeah. I never buy muffins. No, you don't. <clears throat> Let me tell you the story about the muffins. Do you know the muffin man? Okay, the here we go again. Man, Listen to me about the muffins. Okay, go ahead. They look delicious. I was like, oh, Dan said he wanted blueberry muffins at last week sometime. And I'm like, oh, I should get them. And then I look and it said two for one. So they were, and I'm like, you know what? Wow. They're not, they they would probably charge me half of the price if I only take one. Mm -hmm. So although I picked up two, I said, no, we don't need this many muffins. I never buy muffins. I never, we don't need 12 muffins. Plus we're going out of town. No way. Right. So anyhow, so let's listen to how this plays out. I go to the register to pay. And the register guy that was doing the bagging, he says, 
Ooh, and he, I, I think, like, I don't know if he maybe, he he was signing to me, and I think that he didn't, I don't know, I'm, I'm making assumptions. Anyway, he's like, two, two, and I'm like, and I got so overwhelmed because he was so, like, adamant that I needed to take two, and I said to the cash register lady, oh, I only want one. I, and she's like, well, you need to buy the two because that's the price. And I was like, oh, I mm. said, oh, but I can't go back and get them because look at the line is so long. It's Costco. You got to buy a pallet. You can't just buy a cup. Okay. So then, <laughs> then the guy's like, I go, I go. And he like rushes off. I'm like, oh, I guess he's coming back with muffins. Okay. So he brought me a pack of corn muffins. So we have a lot of muffins. I like corn muffins. I know you like corn muffins. I don't buy anything that you don't like, I don't think. Okay. Well, I do buy stuff that you don't like, but that usually because I'm going to eat it. Got it. Anyhow, uh, yesterday was a big day for you, Daniel. Yeah, it was my uh, fantasy baseball draft. Mm. So I've been in this league since uh, 2001. Oh, my God. That's a long time. Or 2000. If someone had a baby at 2000, their baby would be 22. That's a long time. Yeah. But in this league, the leagues existed since 1995, actually. I, but I'm, it's not just a fantasy league. No, it's, it it's especially geeky because yeah. it's a simulation league. It's a simulation geek league. And most people don't know what that is, but look up APBA no. if you're interested yeah, in knowing what that's about. People are probably not going to look it up. So not anyway, going to look it up because it's been around since the 50s. You know when our but listeners it's a computerized are game okay. now, not it used to be a card game. Right. Some people still play the card game, but this is a computerized Good simulation game. Anyway, Julie. Dan, what I'm saying to you is our listeners this is what our listeners like. Our listeners like to hear about incredible women who have forged a path for themselves. Well, they also have said that they like to hear our banter. And if they like at least a snip of me, they must like some of the things I speak about. Of course they like what you speak about. They just don't want to look up your geeky stuff. You know? <laughs> so come on, give them a break. Uh, number two, our, our guest today yes. is... Um, someone that not only has forged her way, but is someone who um, does something that many of our listeners admire. And mm -hmm. I found her, of course, on TikTok. <laughs> and of course, of course, because you know how the algorithm in, in social media mm -hmm. shows you stuff that you're interested in and eating healthy, although I am not perfect at it and I, and I am far from where I want to be. Um, definitely. I am a big proponent of just throwing whatever I have in a salad and not that this particular person does that, but she is called that salad lady. And I had to binge on her content mm. when I found her because she, you know, is helping people become confident eaters through lifelong wellness and eating well and she is showing us how to create, because when we think salad, we think boring. I mean, boring. like when I go to a, like a restaurant, <laughs> I'm not looking at the salad menu right away. I'll, can I get the soup instead? Oh my God. Really, dude? I'm just saying that's, that's what I think of when I used to get salad all the time. Oh, I get it. I get it. Can I get the soup instead? Yeah. But Nina Cherie is making salads fun. And you know why? Because 
she is teaching us that you can like merge all these flavors and we don't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And I really love, love, love seeing, I mean, there really are works of art when she's showing in, you know how like you make a salad and you're like, mm, that was okay. That's because maybe you didn't know the proper way of preparing it. And I, I love this about her. I love that she steps out and shows you that it's not that complicated, honestly. And eating healthy doesn't have to be complicated. Doesn't have to be uh, rocket science. It could just be being a little intentional because you have to plan and you have to obviously have stuff readily available. And anyway, not to be afraid of the flavors, I think. Cool. And she's got a blog. She does have a blog. And, you know, I I really enjoyed speaking to her. And she was so kind because when I reached out to her, I said, oh, my gosh, I just love you. You need to be on my podcast. Will you be on my podcast? And she replied right away. And that was very kind of her. That's amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I look at her feed, I'm thinking, ooh. I need that. And you know what? You, you, if you're looking to make more salads, because hey, we sprung forward. The sun is setting later, friends. Thank God. Mm. And this is that time of year where perhaps the weather, although it snowed in Connecticut on Saturday, um, it's starting to turn nice, right? And we're oh. starting to come out of hibernation. I went a lot deeper than that. What? You said this, the sun is setting later it's almost like by eating healthy and taking care of yourself mm. you live longer the sun is setting later oh look at Sorry, you i went, that, I I went that's deep. deep i think that's I, deep i was you? i was half listening i guess oh, so I, I that's that's where i went and that is pretty deep though that a is great, pretty deep see a great thought came out of me half listening to you <laughs> <laughs> i see that i see how that works mm. but you are right yeah. i think that the you know Healthy eating can, what you know, can can extend your lifespan. Also, I think I read somewhere that the more sugar you consume, you lessen your lifespan by ten years. I think. Yeah, I have it's, to. It's, I have to look it up. It's it's speak yeah, right. It's that's. I mean, it's allegory. I mean, you're 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 throwing out unresearched stuff, but. Oh no, there was a thing. I would I would think yes that that is probably pretty accurate. Cuz sugar is mo- one of the most addictive substances on the planet. Once you have it, you want more. So, oh, Julie's looking it up. It, when so, I the, when see. I typed the too sugar, much sugar make leads you... to early death, but not due to obesity. Okay, what's it due to? Hold on. Is it due to like does the sugar diabetes? sugar lead to Doctor Google early puberty yeah. earthquakes Ooh. early pregnancy early menopause? You know we encourage everyone to do their own research. Do your this. own research, but the Science Daily says too much sugar leads to early oh. death, but sugar not link? due to obesity. That's what I just said. Oh. I read it. That's back in 2020. All right. Well, it's two years ago. What can I tell you? Anyhow, you need to do your own research, but I know how I feel when I consume things like muffins Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sugar. Obviously, everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. Sugar stuff. Sugar sugar begets sugar. 
But anyway. Yes. You we're, know we're what, not scientists. You know, what's a, you know what's a really good way to make sure? What? Eat a masterfully made salad. Yes. And by the way, <laughs> I made a salad on Saturday that was delightful. And I am going to have some more of it today. Anyway. Are you cutting me off? I am. I'm I'm interested. I haven't listened to the episode yet, and I really wow. want to listen to Nina Sheree Franklin. Okay. But before we go. AKA I, the salad lady. AKA the salad lady. Nina, this is my husband. <clears throat> Number mm-hmm. two. Um, by the way, happy early anniversary. I've been married to you longer than I've been married to anybody else. Oh, happy anniversary, because next week mm-hmm. we'll have been ma- married 10 years. That's right. On St. Patty's Day. We got married St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Wow. It feels like two years, honey. It's gone oh. by so fast. It's so wonderful. Being it's so wonderful. And by you. the way, I, I, you know, married you under the premise that you were an Irish guy. And I'm a little Irish. 2%. It's more like four. Yeah. I think maybe we need to renew. Renew? As a, in English Collins, not a Irish Collins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Ancestry.com, for breaking. (laughs) That's right. Um, The paradigm of my family. 10 years have gone by so fast. And you know how I know that? Because when people ask me, oh, did you grow up in Connecticut? I'm like, no, I just moved here. Mm. And I think, oh, no, wait a minute. I did not just move here. I've been here 10 years now. Well, happy anniversary, Julie. Happy anniversary, Daniel Collins. We will be celebrating. Or, as I like to call you. Oh, my gosh. He's going to say it. Go ahead. My Maria. I knew he was going to say mm. that. Dan, we are going to be celebrating our anniversary at a wedding in Florida. I know. And you know who this wedding is for? For Debbie DeLuca's daughter. Yes. And Debbie DeLuca's daughter. You know how I met Debbie DeLuca? Just so you know, no relation. Oh, yeah. No relation. (laughs) But I met Debbie because her daughter, Valerie, who is getting married, was in my class when I used to teach. (laughs) Hmm. And that was when Valerie was five. So uh, Valerie's having a wedding. I can't believe I'm old enough to have kids that are getting married. Congratulations, Valerie. Can't wait. Anyhow, in the meantime, stay tuned because not only do we have the amazing Nina Sheree Franklin today, but next week we also have another special guest that is going to um, help us feel great in what we wear because Mm. this is um, Women's History Month. And I want to highlight amazing women who are making a big impact in the lives of other women. So in the meantime, stay tuned, listen to this episode and send me, send me a message on Instagram or check out Nina Cherie and tell her that you found her through Casa de Confidence. And on to our interview, Julie and Nina Cherie Franklin. All right. Welcome to another episode of Casa de Confidence and welcome Nina Cherie Franklin, PhD, Nina my new favorite salad bestie. Tell us a little bit about you, who you are, and how did I find you? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, wow. You know what? I am Nina Sheree Franklin, as was said. I'm so, so, so happy to be here. And thank you for finding me in the first place. Um, I am a healthy living coach. I am a wellness expert and I am the founder of the blog and brand, as you say, that salad lady. And it's really um, a loaded story of how I got there. But in a nutshell, it's really like a career in academia, coupled with working with decades of clients as a healthy living coach, private clients, uh, mainly clients on the business side. I really became frustrated. We have this wellness industry, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of misinformation and mismatched claims in the wellness industry. Mm -hmm. And what's happening as a result is people get into this cycle of, and we are right in, you know, around the time that it happens in the cycle of, you know, weight loss, weight gain, weight regain, weight loss. And really you get these two extremes. You get the people who get frustrated from the repeated cycle. And then you get the people who get uber, uber fit. And so what you end mm-hmm. up having is this uber, uber fit. And then this, you know, and, and, and this is not, you know, in an offensive way, but uber fat. And what mm. ends up happening is you have a movement of people who are saying, screw fitness, screw wellness. And they're really not looking at the side of wellness. Um, that's as far as being well. You know, weight loss aside, wellness has wonderful benefits. And Mm -hmm. what's happened is I got frustrated over it. Meanwhile, I love salads. (laughs) (laughs) I I absolutely love salads. It's my love language. If there's such thing as a love language, I'm absolutely obsessed with them. My intro to eating well was salads. And Mm -hmm. I, as fate would have it, uh, my husband gifted me a wooden salad bowl, a beautiful bowl for Christmas. Mm. And in the new year, no kidding. And this happened in 20, well, this was Christmas 2020. And by March, 2021, I looked at my team for my healthy living coaching. And I said, would it be like insane if I transform into that salad lady? <laughs> so good. And, and it literally went there. I said, you know what? It is one of those things where I've been through enough to know that sometimes you have to just take that leap. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm 40, I'm a 40 ish person and you know, there's not a lot of time. So let's choose happiness. <laughs> you know, I, I cannot agree with anything, everything that you're saying more. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think that we grew up in a society, at least I saw this a lot with my mom mm-hmm. and some of her friends, mm-hmm. they hit a certain age and it's like, I'm too old, done. Yes. Yes. And I want to redefine that. I want to redefine oh, yes. that it doesn't matter. I actually met someone today who she mm-hmm. introduced herself like, hi, um, I'm Nina. Not, I'm sorry, not Nina. Um, um, <laughs> so you're Nina. My goodness. I can't. Debbie. Her name is Debbie. And she said, I'm Debbie and I'm on my third chapter. I was a flight attendant and I, I forgot what her first chapter was. Anyhow, but now she is, she's helping others overcome addiction to alcohol. And oh, wow. it's like, you know, we, we need to be able to be okay with deciding that life changes, life evolves. Yes. And mm-hmm. if we have the opportunity to change, let's be okay with that. It might be scary, Absolutely. but it could be an amazing adventure for sure. Right. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's funny you should say that because I am the opposite. I, I would say uh, if you if you watch my previous brand <laughs> presence, um, I've been I've been in the blogger sphere before it really had uh, a name. Right. Mm-hmm. And around the time where I started, I was working on I was actually working on my Ph.D. I had um, my son. I had my boxed up life. 
as the academic. And I was Mm. also very, very disciplined. Not that I'm not disciplined now, but I was very, very disciplined in my exercise habits. I was a marathoner. I ran average eight to 10 miles a week or day. Excuse me. Wow. Um, I had a very serious resistance training program and I was pretty darn hardcore. Bro, life happened. And I always say nothing happens for a reason. Nothing happens by by accident. Yeah. And from a bout of miscarriages to Mm. uh, depression, to anxiety, all of this leading up to, hey, a type, Nina, you can't control this. It broke me down. Mm. And when it broke me down, I developed like an empathy that I never had before. I always had it a bit because you don't go into this field without having it. Right. But I really had it. And I said, you know what? It's not about this strict dieting. It's not about the strict exercise habits. It's about finding some kind of balance. And in order to find that, I had to free myself first. Oh, so and, good. And it really, and I tell you, it it was it, it was like a weight off of my shoulders. And I I ended up, ironically enough, having a baby. <laughs> That's, that that's wasn't awesome. even in the plan. I had another I love baby. This story. <laughs> Twelve I, years later, when I figured it out, <laughs> when you, you know, and sometimes you just have to be ready for yes. that, and you have to mm-hmm. go through the journey because it's not the destination of having the baby, but it's nah. the person that you became. That's right. In the process. Exactly. And exactly. Sometimes we focus, especially now at the, at the end of the year, we're starting to focus. Mm-hmm on, oh, new year, new goals, new things that we're going to accomplish. But I I tell my clients, don't focus on that. Focus on the process of the everyday action and consistent action gets you traction. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt because- I love that. I love that. I have to to listen to this and make note. Email that me. I will will email it to you. Consistent (laughs) action gives you traction. Yes, thank you. I love that. I I think that, and, and I'm not saying this because- you know, it's, it's, oh my gosh, I'm the Dalai Lama so wise. I'm saying this mm-hmm. because this is what's worked for me mm-hmm. in my business. When I'm consistent with the things that I need to do, that's like right. attraction in mm-hmm. weight loss, in we're mm-hmm. working out in all of that. These are the things that um, have made me successful and not successful, like, oh, so perfect, but have made me feel confident in what I'm doing and help me achieve the things that I want to, and more importantly, make me feel the way I want to feel. Yes. I always tell clients, um, progress, focus on progress and not mm-hmm. perfection. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because it, perfection will get you nowhere. And this is coming from, like I said, I mentioned oh. it, a, a pure A type, yep. a pure A type. That's why I went That's into me. research to begin with. It's just yeah. this, this, this plus this plus this, you know, yeah. and really life I think we leave out those experiences. We're in the structure, but we leave out that role of experience and how it really shapes everything you do, not just business shaping the things you do in business, shaping business and the things that are personal shaping personal. No, it all trickles into everything. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I always say with my academic career, and again, this is no diss to, uh, to, to academia, but I, I have my PhD in kinesiology, mm-hmm. nutrition, and rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. You would think that we're the healthiest people on the campus. Yeah. But due to the rigor associated with research and climbing, mm-hmm. I was in a building with people who were promoting 
fitness and wellness and we were sick (laughs) and I don't mean sick from a physical standpoint we were some of the most bike riding stair climbing people I mean in that mind Mm, you know that mental health and mental fitness is just as critical yeah I agree I agree you know there's there's one thing that being a perfectionist that I learned Mm -hmm. and I'm interested to hear what your thought is on this Mm -hmm. I, because I, I am one of those perfectionists, right? I, throughout my career, I have been very type A also Mm -hmm. perfectionist. I got to get this done. And someone once said to me, you know, you're a perfectionist because you have imposter syndrome. Hmm. And Hmm. I I was like, huh, no, I don't. (laughs) I'm confident. I got it together. The more that I started to explore, the more that I needed to be perfect. Because I was afraid that I wasn't, mm. <laughs> you know, and, and, um, I think you that when we right there, <laughs> yeah, when we, when we start to really analyze, like, um, like you said, mental health, right. And, yes, and our yes. brain is always working against us at times. We need to refocus it. Like we would a toddler at times, like, no, oh, no, over here, That's over right. here, right. And give That's yourself right. grace. And um, you also have a master's in movement science. And you, you talked about how you were a marathoner. All of yes. this. And again, you're, you're, you have several certifications, but you, you talk about salads. Tell me about that <laughs> progression. How did you get to salads? Because, and we're going to talk more about salads, but which by the uh-huh. way, your beet salad, I cannot wait to roast <laughs> some beets. Let me tell you, people are loving that one. I love um, beets. Number one, I, I don't understand. Yeah. I have a friend that hates beets, and I don't. I don't get that. Number one, my husband and I love beets, and uh-huh. I really need to roast them because there's nothing yes. better than roasting them. But and and I don't. I always get the ones from Trader Joe's that already come roasted in a bag, whatever. But um, yeah, it's 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 you know what? It's some real. It's some real love in preparing your food from mm. scratch. You know, and I know this sounds funny, but I don't like cooking. <laughs> okay. And your salads are beautiful. Not, nonetheless. I don't, I, I, it's not like when it comes to other foods, like baking and all of that, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I, uh, it's something about those salads. And so I'll tell you, this is actually an interesting story and I won't take too long with it, but I, I have to throw it out there. Because it's actually part of my story, right? I love it. So, you, have, you, ha- you have all the time. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up in the Inglewood community on Chicago South Side. Um, mm-hmm. If you hear anything about Chicago, it's, it's usually happening in Inglewood. And we were poor, dirt poor, under the poverty line, period. Mm-hmm. And really, there was no, you, me being here it makes no sense. Right. It makes no sense. Um, I worked with a psychologist before and she says, you have every excuse to have screwed up your whole life. And Mm. when she said that, I was like, well, she said, none of this makes sense. If we use you as a case study, it would make sense that you would get to this point, especially in health. Um, I had lost over a dozen family members due to preventable conditions before 60. Mm. My grandmother died at 59. And I and I really. I, I was in a poor environment surrounded by addiction and I myself was addicted to food. Mm. Um, I know it is addiction now. And my mother, um, she was also addicted to food. She basically, uh, she went from, uh, uh, 
stopped smoking and she started eating, started eating. Mm-hmm. And so what happened is, um, we went through so many things in life, moving to different places and just doing different things that I actually found solace mm-hmm. as crazy as this sound. I found, I found solace in making things. And so mm-hmm. I had some clay before it was Play-Doh. It's okay. Play-Doh out of all things. And I started making food with Play-Doh. I got infatuated with blending the colors. I was like eight to 12 years old doing this. I started getting infatuated with blending the colors and seeing if I could make a burger look like a burger or seeing. And what I learned later, what I learned later was you were escaping. You were building Mm -hmm. what you didn't have. Like if I wanted a burger, a nice Mm -hmm. big one, and my parents couldn't make that or couldn't buy that, I would make it and just fantasize and think. And I did this, I did this so much. And so, um, in, in an irony, my, my mother, my grandmother died from, um, diabetes related complications. And then my mother, uh, she ended up, uh, being diagnosed with type (laughs) two diabetes and I ended up gaining a whole lot of weight. We were eating together and bonding together. I was the youngest. So I was the only one in the house at the time. And so we, I ended up clocking in at 215 pounds and I was five, six. Just mm. under five, six. And I was 12. And I didn't see any of this happen. I I went to church on a Sunday and my button popped off of my suit. And I said, oh, no, why did my button pop off of my favorite suit? And that's when I realized that I had gained weight. Yeah. It was nothing else. The mirror wasn't telling me. And my environment, eating healthy, none of this was, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't the thing. My mother cooked every night, but it wasn't necessarily the healthy stuff. Yeah. So I'm about to go to high school. Fast forward. I said, mom, I need to lose weight. And she says, I do too. Let's do it together. So she had all of these manuals about, um, at this time there was no internet, of course. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) she had all these manuals for her diabetes telling her how to, you know, it wasn't like a weight watchers now or a point system, but it would say, you know, eat this much for this, this is a Mm -hmm. portion and this is a portion. So I'm 12 years old. We're poor. So I started looking at her things and saying, Oh, this is a portion. This is a portion. And Julie, the most amazing thing happened. And I was 13 years old when this happened, I started counting foods. I wasn't looking at nutrients. I wasn't counting carbs. I would say, okay, if I'm supposed to have five vegetables, I'm going to take this vegetable, this vegetable, this vegetable, this vegetable. Fast forward, I did that, rode my bike for a summer and lost 65 pounds. That's amazing. That's awesome. And what I found is it really helped with that food addiction, Mm -hmm. also dealing with the mental aspects of it. In the process, my house burned down. Whole nother story. Wow. More depression. But I stopped turning to food and really start turning mm-hmm. to knowledge, ironically enough. And I got obsessed with food. Salad Love making it. came in because I realized to control my eating, it was better to really try to eat all this stuff at a time so I don't have mm-hmm. to think about it anymore. And mm. then my salad creations became a matter of Put everything in here and see what sticks. I, I'm i loving this story so much. And, you know, the reason that I love it is because um, over the course of the years, and I think that this is one of those behaviors that mm-hmm. you just get, right? That yes. food... And, and I would even venture to say, and this is something that I've been, I've been going through in the last 
I would say six months. That right. food for me is that I call it the frenemy. <laughs> yes, it's all of our it's, frenemy. We have to eat. It's, I have to eat it, but yes. <laughs> I it 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 became that comfort. It became that um, place where um, you know I I became addicted to food. Went yes. to deal with difficult emotions. That's right. I didn't want to feel the difficult emotions. I, I I was engaged at 19. He had a motorcycle accident. I don't talk about this very much, but um, oh, wow. as a 19 year old and he, he was in the service, he was abroad, long story short, you know, he had the mentality of a seven year old and, you know, mm. his parents dealt with it in a very, they weren't very nice to me, honestly, now that I'm looking back, I'm looking back at that 19-year-old. She wasn't allowed to see him. She wasn't allowed to anything. Hmm. And at 19, I i mean, I could have turned to a lot of different things. I turned to food yes. and, and, and I, you know, moved on, went about my life. But I found that um, then I fast forward, married at 30, and then I was in a difficult marriage. And food hmm. was that Thing that you know when I I was sad or I was angry or I was frustrated, mm-hmm. food was the thing. Food was yes. the thing that I could you know kind of stifle my emotions and you can control it. Correct. You can control it. I can it was control it's all that. part of that. You can control and that it. Perfectionist yes. type A. That's control totally. Stuff. That's right. Yeah. I can control that. For me, it was the same way. I oh. can control my happiness with food. Mm-hmm. It's the one thing that I can control in this world. Yeah. So, I yeah. um I actually had a big res- re- big revelation. Um, not too well, maybe about during pandemic, mm-hmm. and um, I I was laid off from from my corporate job and. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was going to, okay, this is it. I had already planned that I was going to do coaching. I was going to go on my own, do consulting, et cetera. But there was still that that grief. And I remember oh, yeah. I, I was sitting there and my husband and I were talking and I was crying. And as I was crying, I was eating. And oh, then goodness. all of a sudden yes. I was like, I stopped and I realized, okay, I can't eat and also feel my emotions at the same time. Mm. I'm going to feel my mm. emotions. And right. I think that this is the one thing. And this is, again, the, the entire journey. Now, for me to discover you has been amazing because I am the person that throws everything in a salad. And yes. I'm always afraid that people are going to be like, oh, that's disgusting. Why would you do that? But yes. I love everything in my salad. Like I can throw whatever's in my refrigerator. I can make a beautiful, right. wonderful salad. But mm-hmm. how do you figure mm-hmm. out what flavors to use, by the way? <laughs> That's trial and error. You know, I, um, it's one of those things where in the process, like I, I do, uh, interesting enough, I don't have a culinary background, even mm-hmm. though I have a background that has nutrition in it. But right. one of the ways I started experimenting was ironically enough, being a picky eater who hated vegetables growing up. Okay. So it started out with, you know, what do you like to eat? Mm -hmm. And this is what I generally tell people. This is what we promote on that salad lady. Start off with the stuff that you actually like to eat, Mm -hmm. you know, and then try to add something that you probably wouldn't eat. Right. Okay. And see what sticks. The worst that can happen is you don't like it in the first place. But what I do know is that even if you think about your comfort foods, you know, Mm -hmm. what do you like? For me, it was it's salt. It's salt. It's savory. You know, so start there. You know, what what can I mix in? Yeah, the savory is a big one for me. And savory, um, umami is what what it's called, Mm -hmm. umami. Um, You really want it's this um, it's the taste that's in MSG. 
Okay. So if you, that thing that's like, what is this? This is right, the mixing right. of the salt and the sugar together to get this just mm. up in there, right? Yep. And so I realized that you could create that with salads, but most of all salad dressings and transform Ooh. them to whatever you want them to be. Mm, that That's ugh, amazing. Amazing. And it's, for sure. it's really, honestly, Julie, it's, it's, it's it's time it's trial and error and I can't say it for you. I can't tell you what it is, Mm -hmm. but I do know that savory is something where the sugar heads meet the salty heads. And if you look at that saladlady.com, something, some of that savory sneaks into just about every recipe. And that is why people love them. I, I, you know, (laughs) I, I have to say, I have this whole, I like food prep, and over the yes. pandemic, I haven't been as consistent as food prepping. Mm-hmm. And I've just gone back to really focusing on food prepping because it makes my life a lot easier oh, also for yeah. my husband. Because when, yeah. you know, I have fallen and yes, he's going to listen. And he he is the producer of this podcast. He's going to listen to me say this, but too bad. I'm going <laughs> to say it anyway. He He's not a bad influence because I ultimately make the choice. However, he will say, oh, what are we having? I don't know. And then I'm like, well, we have X, Y, Z that I can make. It's like, oh, I don't feel like that. I'm just going to order. And I'm like, oh, all right, fine. That's that's the where we have fallen into. And the biggest thing is that when I prep, I can say, no, you know what? You can order. I'm going to have X, Y, Z, right? And then it makes it a little bit easier. You are not alone. So, 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 so let's start there. I live with, uh, I, I live with what we call uh, in, in the exercise science field and the nutrition field as well. I live with a true ectomorph mm. and this is that person who gains nothing, no matter what. And I'm the total opposite. I can think about a donut and gain weight just, oh, just sure. because I'm thinking about it. Yeah. He could eat anything. And um, he's in a dilemma where he loves making his wife happy. You know, mm. and sometimes when he goes, gets yummy things, he brings me yummy things to say, oh, see, aren't you happy with these yummy things? And yeah. <laughs> when it comes to uh, meal prepping in general, yes, we have that same issue. Just sometimes I'll, I'll tell you right now for it with a 14 year old in a house I and, bet. you know, and that other one sometimes with with creations, they're saying, um, ma, yeah, uh, can, can we not do a salad tonight? Because a lot of people <laughs> ask. Does, what is your, I get this so much. What does your family eat? Ironically okay. enough, they love salads too. And Good. one of the main things that I've been doing with prepping salads is something that I think will work for you. Okay. Don't focus on prepping the meal, focus on prepping the ingredients. Yeah. And ingredient centered prepping is something that I always focus on. So figure this, you have so many ingredients, we call them layers at that salad, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You have so many ingredients, you know, you can put this stuff together and make something, you know, mm-hmm. and, but the beautiful thing is that layers, the prep for those is usually the most time consuming step. If you're yeah, going to cut sure. up bell peppers, that's going to take time, right? If you're going to cut up X, Y, and Z, that's going to take time. Then you have your protein. So I always say, instead of focusing on prepping a meal that everyone probably won't won't eat focus on prepping ingredients and let people make their own magic in their own way 
Mm-hmm. So if you open my fridge, you see cut up bell peppers. And I go so far as to <sighs> cut them up in colors. You don't have to do this, but I go so far as keep the red separate from the yellow, separate from the orange, but they're all chopped up. Mm-hmm. And I have proteins chopped up. So you may see some shrimp. You may see some salmon. You may see some chicken. Think about it as a salad bar. Now, it's time consuming because you got to create it, but you right. only have to do it really once or That's twice. True. You know, you take your time, do that once or twice, and then you can make magic. And so when hubby comes in there, I'm talking to him and he says, I don't know what I want (laughs) to eat. You know what? Say, hey, make yourself a chili. I got the stuff for that. Make yourself a taco. I got the stuff for that. And everything is all chopped up and Mm. you just got to put that thing together and you all can eat the same thing, but with the same layers and be happy in your own way. That's so bright and smart and brilliant. <laughs> I love every single thing. You know, you just reminded me in, so I lost 40 pounds. I gained a good portion of it back from through the pandemic mm-hmm. and I'm working to mm-hmm. getting back on my wheel and wagon in the process and mm-hmm. being consistent like we've talked about. Right. Um, but I was doing that because I kept a food journal and that was one of the things that I would do when I was not traveling for work or and I was working from home. Uh. Mm-hmm. I have one of those Tupperware things that you do like mm-hmm. the crudités and I used to yes. create like a little salad bar on there. Yes. yes and I yes. used to just have everything all set. Mm-hmm. And all I did is mm-hmm. like I'd open it and like put it together and call it a day. So maybe right. I need to go back to that. Oh my God. So I'm smart. telling you and just yeah. be more intentional with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you did. And a lot of us, we do things. It's funny. We do things that work and we somehow sabotage it, but it was working. Right. Especially, or we forget about it. Yeah. It's just, and, and I get that a lot when people talk about salads. I used to <laughs> eat a salad a day and somehow I stopped. Yeah. You made me want to start again because <clears throat> if we, if we, a lot of people think when I, you know, that salad lady is a brand is saying just live and thrive on salads. Now I can do that personally, That's gonna be mm-hmm. good for me. Yeah. but I know everyone can. So I, like right. I said, focus on, you know, focus on progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. You may not eat a big salad, you know, for, for the rest of your life as a meal, all, mm-hmm. all salads, but you can eat one a day. Yeah. You can absolutely. Eat one a day. Yeah. And that could be the thing that you look forward to doing, you know, you mm-hmm. create it and you don't have to do this on your own. Like I know people personally, I have clients personally. I have a client that never cooks. Yeah. Ever. And I mean, she has the means to eat takeout all Mm -hmm. the time, but you know what? She's taken that, that sap, that approach that I talked about. And again, you know, she doesn't write anything down. She doesn't count calories. She doesn't count anything, but those foods. And Mm. so when she goes to a salad bar, a bit of excitement comes because she's like, okay, this is where I create. And she proceeds to make sure. And I tell people all the time, focus on counting colors. If you just, that simple strategy, (laughs) something red, yellow, green, orange, purple, if you, you know, purple is an extra one, you know, everybody doesn't walk around with red cabbage and, uh, you know, I love red onions, but you focus on counting those. And just like that, you've got enough vegetables for today, just by counting the colors, because there are so many colors. And if you're thinking about those, you don't have to think about anything else. So even when it comes to salad making, I don't necessarily say eat a raw salad, but really Mm -hmm. focus on taking an ingredients based approach or a salad centric approach to making all of your meals. So everything you make becomes salad centric. A bunch of stuff in a bowl. 
so much freaking wisdom. I do want to follow up on one thing because um, there is one thing that I struggle with when it comes to salads. And this may not be everybody's thing, but I really hate onions. If anybody knows me, knows that onions <laughs> are my nemesis. I, I, people tell me, just try them. Your palate will change. Now here, I am the crazy lady who will go maybe to like a subway uh-huh. and they'll be making the sandwich. And then let's say my husband, and he doesn't really eat onions, but let's say they make a sandwich, put onions on it, and they're using the same glove to make mine. I will oh. taste the onions. In oh, my letter. like yeah, that's, I, that's not crazy. That's common. I, I am like... And and I am the person that like if I see them about to touch my vegetables with the same contaminated gloves because oh, they're contaminated me, I will scream like change your gloves. And I've startled wow. more people. And but I and I've tried um, even cooked for me like they have to be chopped up and really very chopped fine. up and very yeah, fine yeah. and like really. Um, what do you call? Well, it? at least like, you could do that. That's yeah. not, but that's I, not I, great. I, like I can't it, taste it, them. But, I can't. But hey, you know what? This is going to sound so rogue. Don't okay. eat them. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. And, and, and I don't, don't think I've ever bought it. onions in my house. That's what I said. Don't, you know, I, it's one of those things. Even when um, it's funny, even when I share a video on TikTok or Instagram mm-hmm. or anywhere, people say, oh, no, I would eat that. But no. Did I say you have to do no, everything you can take I it did? Out, right? You can take, take it, out. it out. Because you you know, onions have their benefits. You know, mm-hmm. onions are an alien. Do you like garlic? Oh, I love garlic. Garlic Where, is my there favorite. you go. Yeah. Yeah. See, even even that part of it, focusing on food groups sometimes. So onions are a part of an alien group. Aliens have oh, the yeah. sa- same benefits. So if okay. you do garlic, you don't eat onions. Yeah, I can't do scallions you know? or onions or whatever mm-hmm. any other friend family. No. Yes. Not mm-hmm. for me. And, Thank and you. That's, and that is no, you know, that is no problem. There are only two things. It's crazy because I was a picky eater. Crazy. Yeah. I was such a picky eater. And there are only two things that I will not eat. Okay. I want to see. I want to hear because I was a picky eater and onions Ever. is the only thing I don't eat. Go ahead. <laughs> Just liver. Okay, I eat liver. I cannot really. Eat it. Oh, I love I liver. just cannot. I don't know what my mother did to me. It was yeah. she ate it all the time. I cannot eat liver. I try to. I try. I, I've even eaten gizzards, but I can't mm-hmm. eat liver. Wow. And chitterlings, which I don't feel yeah. bad about. Because yeah, I don't feel the about that idea either. of that just doesn't. And I those mean, are two things. I will have it, I, but it's not my favorite. Like, not, not I thinking. could be starving. I could be starving. And mm-hmm. I think I would consider, I would consider every alternative before yeah. I had those two foods. Other than that, I will try just about anything. Yeah. Same for and me. It's, and you know what? I love that. I, I, as because of my field and mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I have everything under the umbrella of health and fitness I've done, even all the way down to managing health clubs and working in clinical settings with it. And one of the things that I pride myself on is trying every eating style. And I've done that so I can give honest opinions a lot of times. And I get this a lot with intermittent fasting. Oh, it was war. <laughs> When I posted what I eat in a day, it was war on TikTok. Probably the most. I saw that. You know, I don't go to the comments. I don't go to the comments. And I went in to comment. And I said, nope, not going to comment. Because number one, I don't don't like the comments. People can get really. It was. 
that Personal. is the that is probably the meanest and and, and you know to TikTok's credit only about 20 percent maybe even 15 percent were negative everything right. else was an, an interest mm-hmm. in learning more but about you know that strong negative right yeah people have when, strong opinions I mean, it was amazing right yes. but the thing is um I don't diet. I don't practice mm-hmm. diets. I do diets to help you in the past. I don't do that anymore. I just don't have the bandwidth to right. do that anymore. But I've, I, I followed a vegan diet for three mm-hmm. years, you know, mm-hmm. not because I believed in, you know, because I had to do it, but because I wanted to give honest opinions. I bought the intermittent fasting up because people are quick to talk against things, diets yeah. of any sort mm-hmm. without ever having tried it or really giving, having the so information true. or knowledge for an experience to actually give an honest opinion. So I never wanted to be that person. So I've done ketogenics before mm-hmm. ketogenic was even like a trend when a it was, thing, just, yeah. it was more of Atkins mm-hmm. and it was strict. Then there were right. no, I mean, it was strict. Then when I did it, there, there was no, no flexibility in there. Mm-hmm. There was none, no carbs. You couldn't even chew right. a piece of gum. Uh, you couldn't yeah. even chew a piece of gum. That's how serious it was. I did that. You know, I fasted on juice for 21 days. I've done so many different eating styles just mm-hmm. to help people. Intermittent fasting was nothing. I nothing I planned. I simply stumbled upon it. Right. I stumbled upon it because at the time I was actually a PhD candidate. I told you okay. I had food addiction. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've been able to do over the years is dismiss myself from feeling like I need to eat so much. Mm-hmm. Never really been a breakfast person. Um, right. I'll eat breakfast foods, but the notion of breakfast as, mm-hmm. which is really breaking the fast anyway. Right. Um, I've never really been into that, like pancakes and all. I, I, I can live without. Yeah. I can live and without that. I, you know, I don't need any of that stuff anyway. <laughs> and so I was working on my PhD and found that during my research, sometimes I'm in the lab for hours. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't had anything but coffee and it's two o'clock yep. and I felt fine. And then what would I do? Oh, I got to figure out a way to eat everything I need to eat. Let me make salad, you know, throw everything mm-hmm. in there. And I'm creating these concoctions that are 2000 calories, 2,500 calories. Right. And guess what? It's 2,500 calories of goodness. Right. And it's and so, and it's holding you up and it's giving you more energy too. You're exactly. not consuming something that's going to, you're going to crash from um, a, an hour later. It. Yeah. Let I, Would you believe me if I told you that over over 80% of dieting attempts fail because we don't fuel correctly? Yeah. I agree. You can rest- you can restrict calories, but you got to fuel. You mm-hmm. can go high protein, but you have to fuel. You have you yeah. can do it. All diets work. Yeah. But you have to fuel. And most of us, we don't we want to put in the effort to do the diet, but mm-hmm. we don't want to put in the effort to eat the food to right. fuel our bodies. So you can do intermittent fasting. But if you're getting pizzas to break your fast, you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer bad. With yeah, it because you're I, I not totally nourishing your agree. body. I totally yeah. agree. And I think that, um, you know, like you said, I want to unpack this a little bit because I, mm-hmm. I had a friend who was doing intermittent fasting and I was like, what? I don't know about this. Is this right? And and mm-hmm. I actually decided, like you said, right, I needed yeah. to try it rather than, mm-hmm. you know, yuck her yum. I needed to mm-hmm. figure out what that worked. And, and actually, exactly. when I was in my steady weight loss. And I, I was at the gym for two years. I was at the gym mm-hmm. every day uh, mm-hmm. for an hour, worked out with a trainer, felt the best I had, but yes. I was intermittent fasting. And the reason, yes. because first of all, first thing in the morning, I, I'm, I don't want to have anything to eat. I'm going to the gym. It's going to make me sick. 
and I would go to the gym and I would come home and I wasn't hungry. I would drink some water and have a coffee. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, (laughs) I'd be working. Oh, it's one o'clock. I got to eat something. There you go. And and then I would eat something great, like a great salad or, you know, something that really was helping me and created more mental awareness. I am starting to see a trend here, but I would love for you to answer this. (laughs) <laughs> From what you are have been talking about and everything that, that you have shared, I can see a little bit of what sets you apart from other nutritionists or other wellness brands. But tell me in your own words. What you know you what? I will say, aside from the fact that I'm actually aside from the fact that I'm actually degreed in what I do, because so mm-hmm. many people just put labels on everything yeah. and call themselves everything. So I've actually studied. Mm-hmm. I've studied nutrition. I've studied exercise science all the way to de- down to a research setting. Mm-hmm. Most people uh, who who have those credentials are in academia now. You don't get too many stepping out. One yeah. of the reasons I stepped out is because I felt like I wasn't having enough impact. Mm. I consider myself one of the lucky ones because my passion, my purpose, and even the pastime of making salads, right, is intertwined yeah. in the work I do. Now, what sets me apart from the rest, although the wellness credentials Mm -hmm. are there and I can sit at that table, is really those experiences I've had. Mm -hmm. So even, you know, from a coaching standpoint, one of the reasons that people have sat down with me, it really hasn't been my nutritional credentials or excuse me, my Mm -hmm. health and wellness credentials in general, but it's really that story that story that a lot that that makes people feel comfortable enough to sit down with me mm-hmm. and actually bring me into their world again between the yeah. poverty and the homelessness the food mm-hmm. addiction having actually been obese because what you do is you get a lot of people who've never had challenges with weight mm-hmm. yeah. and they're suddenly on a pedestal saying you're bad shame on you right. for being fat and you know this is me and they never had a problem with weight you have to have you have to experience that to know what people are going through between the mm. mul- multiple miscarriages the anxiety and the depression yeah. i have been on a never ending journey and <laughs> really my story is no different than the people i work with oh that's and, so lovely and to be honest to sum it up, that salad lady, it really was born for, for out of empathy. Mm-hmm. It was an empathy from people Ooh. like you talked about a lot. People who feel they can never lose weight. They can't ever get healthy. They can't. Economic circumstances are taking them down. Emotional circumstances. I've, I have been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yeah. And one of the reasons why I founded that salad lady was really to help people not just boost their confidence when it comes to eating, but boost their confidence when it comes to healthy living. So mm. I try to tie this together because salad making has always been a way for me to teach a concept and a notion of healthy living. Yeah. And what I came up with is that every bowl was an opportunity to build mm-hmm basically build your bowl full of wellness. So that bowl doesn't just represent a salad anymore. That bowl represents financial wellness, Mm. physical wellness, mental wellness. And every salad bowl you make because the food fuels our bodies is an opportunity to build wellness, wellness layers in all areas. areas. And that's really what it's about. (laughs) You know, on Monday, I actually, um, I woke up and I was dragging. And Mm -hmm. by the time 
lunch hit around and I, and I didn't have much going on and I just got a headache and I wasn't feeling well. And then I, I noticed my frame of mind was like, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it really was, I had to go back and look at, we don't, what, what what happened this week? And I had a great weekend, honestly, we Mm -hmm. had a good time, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't eating a lot of vegetables. I wasn't eating a lot of things that really bless me. And and I don't eat the right and 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 listen we have been through i have an autoimmune so for me i i try mm-hmm. to cut down on processed foods yes um not yes. perfect but you know again none of us are none of us are <laughs> but certainly i don't like buying processed food and even yes. uh, even you know things that salad dressings i'll look i'm like oh that has a lot of sugar and i make my own that's the other thing too that i love you know all your recipes um, Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it gives me different ideas i am not very good at following recipes i will say that no i like to just experiment and what do i have and what do i use and let's try that i'd like that believe it or not we don't encourage it we don't even uh, for every recipe that's put up we don't (laughs) encourage it because what recipes are are just instructions or kind of a little little blueprints for creating (laughs) your own thing and i've i actually um put together a blog basically the art of the layer so really building your own bowl without a recipe because recipes to me are self-limiting i used to say something in training and even even in coaching if you have to depend on me for your habits, mm-hmm. you, this is, this is never going to work. It's never going to work. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's how I feel about recipes. If you have to depend on a recipe to guide mm-hmm. everything you do, this is not a commitment Yeah, because you, it is, it, and it takes time. It, it's a process. But again, when you think about that notion of counting nutrients, why mm-hmm. are we, aff- or counting colors? Let's just not be afraid to try something new. New, yeah. I go to fresh markets and I'll find the funkiest thing that looks crazy and intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, huh, I wonder what I can do with that. I wonder what you and, can do with and, it, yeah. And just to get that. And 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 we, we you try, you don't like it, give it to the dog. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, there is something that you can do with those foods. I'm going to give you a crazy story. I, I have a friend yeah. who buys all these funky foods for her hair, her hair. Yeah, I'm telling this story just okay. in case she listens. She, <laughs> yeah, she buys she all listens. these funky foods for her hair. Well, I okay. told her this before. This, this is a true story. It happened. So she was like, I made this avocado mask with pure mayo that I got from Trader Joe's and I, you know, pure avocado puree. And I did this. I cannot make up what I'm about to say. Okay. So she's telling me it's really growing my hair. It's really nurturing. Hold on. Can I get that double? uh, Can you supersize that? Anyway. (laughs) I said. It happens. I said. So, so, so let me get this straight. You just put a bunch of food that can do wonders for your body into your mm. hair. And now you're supersizing what goes into your body. And, and it's, it's, I think that's the product of, we live in a world in which um, I call it the white noise of life. Yeah. We're an automated yes. no, and, and we like, oh, I should, you know, use the organic stuff, but let me yes. just slather on, but not eat it. And I think that. It, yeah. I used to, when I used to uh, blog more, uh, when I blog more in a more general wellness realm, mm-hmm. now it's definitely focused more on this kind of that salad central on approach that brand, to yeah. life, right? To life. But I, t- and I still guest blog, but I, I actually know myself to have been quite judgmental in the past. And I mm-hmm. have a couple of blogs out there where 
Yeah, they, it, it's not that they were mean. They just, they may have rubbed people the wrong way. And I understand why. And I apologize yeah. for that. That's another part of growth. I can apologize for my judgmental ways. Yeah. But one of the things that I did know from writing those blogs is they hit people a certain way. And even if they, you know, were offended, they thought about it. And there was a notion that I brought up before this notion of selective healthiness. And this is another reason why I, 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 the wellness industry bothers me. It bothers me because it's fair. The wellness industry itself is very judgmental. For many, it's not approachable. I'll give you the perfect example. Sometimes you, and you'll notice this a lot on, I, 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 TikTok is almost like that id in psychology. It's that, that, that don't, people say whatever comes to their mind first yep. and they don't think about it. They just say it. And, and it's like, wow, you didn't think about that first. But one of the things that happens a lot is people will look and find that thing that's wrong. Yeah. And it's kind of what you talked about visiting what you talked about, about the perfectionism and not Mm -hmm. thinking you're perfect. It's that projection. Yeah. So people will say, I had someone comment and she said, uh, she responded to me drinking coffee. And she says, you're Mm -hmm. putting all that poison in your body. One, one (laughs) coffee is extremely healthy without additives. And and so long as you limit it, you know, we don't, we honestly, six cups is really the point at which coffee (laughs) becomes a problem. And I don't think a lot of us drink six cups a day, but I usually restrict it to about 24 ounces. I drink a very high quality coffee and Mm -hmm. I don't add anything to it, but nevertheless, she said it was poison and said, you know, I'm putting all this poison in my body. And she kept saying poison. I couldn't resist because my assistant told me to, because, you know, (laughs) the people who work with you, the people who work with you are sensitive. You know, they, they, that brand is as much there. Yeah. My husband is like that. Absolutely. About the brand. for sure. Oh gosh. Husbands too. I love my husband had to create a whole alias to, to tell everybody off for me. He's, (laughs) he's very overprotective. I'm like, Oh no, his alias is coming out. He's going to tell everybody off. But, um, But really, um, my, she went to her page and her page was her whole page was attempting to diet and failing. And you saw it. Mm. I'm eating this organic fluff, blah, blah, blah today. Oh, and then meanwhile, I'm eating these donuts. And and it was like, she was having a conversation with herself. It's the projection. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then, so her projection is coming to me and saying, shame on Mm -hmm. you person that I possibly want to be like. Absolutely. Drinking all that coffee. Yeah. And, and, you know, I find that too in my life. When I I begin to have an opinion about somebody else, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that I need to look closely. That's right. Because That's what right. is it that I'm yeah. really criticizing in me? That's right. And, and, and oh gosh, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. It, ta- it takes time it, it, to yes, get there. I'm yes. not perfect. And, you know, right. I may, I, I, I'm passive aggressive. I'm sarcastic. Yes, yes I have that Model a little bit too. Model it all to one. I cannot, <laughs> I, I could be a peach, right? But, yes, yes. But I think that it all comes with what um, we are dealing with at that time. And I that's, think that that's at important. the time. Yeah, at and the what time. you just said is very valid. I mm-hmm. would be a liar if I didn't say at some points in time, really during my miscarriages, all oh, that was dark. Oh, because yeah. when I would lose a baby, Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote about this in the past. I actually told my story because I don't think we talk about that enough as women. Yeah, and agreed. by about the third miscarriage, which my first miscarriage was actually triplets. 
Mm. Um, by the third. I'm sorry, Nina. Oh, thank you. You know, it's one of those things where I tell people all the time, if I didn't have those miscarriages, my little Aubrey would not be here. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is definitely my precious gift. And I love that. My busy gift, but he's my precious <laughs> gift, named after my father who passed away a month before I moved to Georgia. So oh, wow. it's, um, it's one of those things, but I found myself when people... I went so far, I can honestly say I was dropping people from my Facebook page when they got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like I I would sit and say, how did she have a baby when she's, I, yeah. I, I marathon, I eat right. I do everything right. I do everything right. And she right. had a baby. And, mm-hmm. and I was at the point where I got there. I said, you are not well, mm. you need help. Not to mention the fact that you don't know who, what that person went through first, because again, we don't talk about these. I learned, I met a woman that had nine miscarriages Mm. and five kids. Now you look at her and you say five kids, right? And you, and you might say, you know, five kids, oh, shut up. Just what's the big thing? Nine miscarriages, whether you have five kids or one kid does not hurt any less. It doesn't oh, hurt any sure. less. Every sure. loss hurts. And so that was the point in which projection, it, it was as raw. Mm-hmm. It was as raw as you would see it. And and I I felt that. And honestly, that was one of the reasons why, which is a big one with me seeking therapy when you need it. Yeah. I oh, mean, I'm it, a it, proponent of that. Yes, because I was it. like, there's something wrong with me. What is <laughs> what I, I'm going to tell you when I knew I needed therapy, you talk about an A-type. Mm-hmm. My poor four-year-old son and my husband left chili on the stove. And this was into my third miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And they left chili. It was a little, put some chili in a pot, yep. left a little on the stove. And I was like, I can't stand. It's like everyone in the family is against me. I'm trying to clean. Right. They were looking at me like, I said, I need help. There's something yep. wrong here. There's something wrong here. But just that projection that occurs, you see these statistics and talking mm-hmm. about how social media, you know, is causing mental health breakdown. Yeah. Well, that's why. And one, it's a, it's a coveting, it's a coveting or just really wanting what someone else has, mm-hmm. which may not even be real in the first place. I agree. What you see is a snapshot, just like I told people with that intermittent fasting post, mm-hmm. that is a snapshot into my life. Yeah, that's that not, that's have, not everything. That doesn't that's define not, you. You are you defined have, by so much more than right. a, fast, a balance of coffee, you know, <laughs> and it amazes, you know, mm. how people will take that little piece and act on it again, yep. because there may be some projection going on. Right. I, and one of the re- things in starting the brand is let's talk about it. Let's yeah. not judge. I actually have my guiding principles. Mm-hmm. In that salad lady where, you know, we have these, this set of principles where this is a judgment free zone. We don't do that stuff yeah. here. That's one of them. So whether you follow a keto, whether you're vegan, paleo, I don't care. Did you like that salad? Yeah. Did, I, did, so did, you know, that's it. And, and really that that's what it's all about. And it's a process. It's, it will take, it will take years to really reach people at that level because we're all at different places in our lives. And so, you know, yeah. we I, can work towards a common goal though. 
I, I, I have to say that going to your website and, and, you know, of course I checked you out on social media first and binged uh-huh. on a lot of your stuff. And then I went to your website. Um, <laughs> yeah. But when I, when I went in, uh, one, I have to congratulate you because the one thing that you do very well, mm-hmm. and, and I want to ask you a little bit about it. Um, you do very well at creating your personal brand. And I, harp on this with my clients or Mm -hmm. even those who maybe don't have a business but are in the career world you have to have a brand that is very clear and if you don't have that Mm -hmm. people are going to define you and Mm -hmm. you're not going to get a chance to define who you are your guiding principles are on your website and uh salad lady uh you have s is for space to learn without being judged a is for an appreciation for calories rather than the agony of counting them. Elf, L is lifestyle content based on evidence-based advice. A, new eagerness to try whole foods. D, delight in eating experience. L, learning and growth for greater confidence. A, awareness and interplay of movement, mind, body, and balance. D, decisioning made easy when what and how much you eat and why your health and wellness goals. And I, I love that. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, so good, but for you, mm-hmm. and, and again, you have, you started this brand, you've started this new adventure and you've been blogging for a while. You've been in academia, but what, what excites you about this adventure that you're on? What drives your brand and what do you want people to really grab or really get from you and what you're creating? What I my goal is to make the healthy living experience, not just healthy eating, mm. approachable, accessible, and inclusive. So good. Period. And if people can just start there, and, and, and as I always mm-hmm. say, before you get a, you know, that snapshot into the brand from a social media post, if you go and explore even mm-hmm. that page on our approach, if you just go and explore and see what we're all about, you'll see that this is really an area where there is space to just learn. Mm-hmm. I am a big proponent of mindful eating and yeah. that in mindfulness in general, because if you take, take, Eating aside, having mindfulness and being present and enjoying every moment. You touched on that earlier without necessarily saying mindfulness, but just being present and enjoying every single moment for what it is, you know, using that in life, but in what you eat. But there's a part that's often missing from mindfulness. And that main ingredient is usually an awareness of what you're eating. So it's mm-hmm. it's not enough. It's interesting. My copy editor inspired me to write this blog. I mm. actually wrote it about that. And she said, ever since I've been working with you, <laughs> she said she picks up once she started intermittent fasting and, and she didn't even, that wasn't even something, but she was literally editing the intermittent fasting blog and it inspired her while she was editing the blog. That's so good. And, and so she said, when I was at Chipotle and I said, put avocado on it. And I appreciated the avocado for yeah. what it was. And I said, this avocado is doing this to my body, that to my body, and that to my body. And it just happens to taste good on this dish. Now, if you don't know what it's doing to your body, then you could, you, you may appreciate it a little less. 
That's right. But if you actually, it's good to appreciate it, take a bite, savor the bite, chew it 30 times. All that is wonderful. But what about knowing why? Mm -hmm. It would just, it would stand to reason that if some people saw the value in eating certain food groups, then they wouldn't restrict them. Why are you restricting? Why are you restricting? When you tell me I don't eat this, do you know why? Mm-hmm. Or, or did you hear that? And that's really what the brand is all about. And if you immerse yourself in our salad lady culture, if you become a salite, I just made a that up. Salad. Oh, I love that. I just, I just made that up. It just sounded Put it cool. on a t-shirt. <laughs> I just made that out. But really build your bowl. If you become accustomed mm-hmm. to building your bowl and building your life, yeah. you would really see it does make a difference. And it takes a lot of that agony out of trying to eat perfect and eliminate this and weight loss. Well, that's just a side effect. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and weight management just comes with the territory because once you've done that, you're not only well from eating better, but also physically well, because stress is a major culprit to weight gain. Of and course. that's the one we ignore. You know, yeah. I I am a big proponent of mindful eating. I mm-hmm. have been following, uh, you know, the process of and 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 I know that when I've gained weight and then the process of the pandemic, I stopped listening to my body for cues yes. of when I was full and mm-hmm. just falling back and and like we talked about, right, falling into mm-hmm. some not so healthy or 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 good habits that serve me. Right. I fell back right. into those mechanisms that buffer emotions mm-hmm. um, exactly but i think that you know if you it and, and i do this um i have i i talk about it in a podcast um but at three o'clock i have my tea uh, ritual in which i make tea and i make tea not because i'm thirsty because i always have something that i'm drinking here um right. water or whatnot but i make it because it is a time in which i stop what i'm doing mm-hmm. i take a moment and i am very cognizant of being present as yes, I pour yes. the water, as I put my tea, as I like really intentionally spend yes. time in that moment. And the same thing with food. The mm-hmm. other thing is, you know, we can create these beautiful things, but how many times are you eating and you're not tasting what you're eating? Oh, yes. I am so with you there. And, oh, for first of all, I yeah. love the tea analogy. I, oh, I, I, oh I, gosh. Yeah. You just did something. You just taught me something, even though I wasn't even thinking about it. That's why I like French press coffee, I think. Yes. I, I that, actually, this week I've been making French press coffee yes, and I have a wonderful I, coffee maker that I love. Me too. Me too. But, but I, I started making it because it's yes. the ritual, the moment in which yes. I'm pouring the water, I'm watching yes. it change. And it's just, I'm not doing anything else except that. And it's you are so right. Me. Yeah. And I, I love my French press and I, I, it, I have a, a espresso machine. I have a wonderful Breville mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. they're dusty because I love my <laughs> French press coffee. And so, no, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was a great analogy for the tea. I oh, love that. Well, thank you. Feel free to use it with the coffee or the tea or whatever. Um, yes. You know, I could probably talk to you for another hour or so, but I'm not going to keep you too long because I'm just going to invite you back. But here is, um, the one thing that I wanted to say to you, my calendar told me today, be someone's sunshine and you are my sunshine today because I love having the conversation on the salad and the healthy eating, the mindfulness and just your journey is so amazing and inspiring. What is one last thing that you want to leave people with when it comes to 
confidence in how they can, through food and what they're eating, um, build their confidence for the different areas of life? The best way. So I, I started off, I kind of gave you a little bit about, um, you know, every bowl being an opportunity, right, to mm-hmm. um, improve, improve your life, you know, full of wellness, really focusing on that small change. That's one of the things we so emphasize at that salad lady. A big one is, you know, just something as simple as eating a salad a day can make mm-hmm. a real difference. So I'd like to say some people, you may hear them say something on the lines of small changes, big gains. People say that a lot. Mm-hmm. I just want to add one in there. Small, small changes plus time Ooh. equals big gains. Mm-hmm. And I say that because that time factor is the thing that we just don't have anymore. Everyone is so mm-hmm. busy. Everyone is too busy to be present, you know? So we, 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 we don't, we have these, you know, changes we're making, but we don't have the patience to see them through. Yeah. And really I, that yeah. change plus time is big gains. And really one of the reasons I, I, I almost use that salad lady as church, if you will. Keep coming to church. Love it's it. not just about building that salad, right? It's about yeah. building your whole life. And that's really what I would like to keep people with, knowing that everything you do, every bowl, whether it's food in that bowl or whether it's just some healthy lifestyle behaviors, whether it's drinking <laughs> a little bit more water, getting a little bit more sleep or taking <laughs> time to breathe, it's all an opportunity to improve your life. For sure. Nina, my you're speaking my language. Um, are you familiar with with Dr. B.J. Fogg? I have actually heard the name. Yes. Okay. But so not, he wrote yes. the book Tiny Habits, and um, mm-hmm, I'm a mm-hmm. Tiny Habits certified coach. And everything okay. that you talked about is exactly okay. why I yes. encourage people. You know, mm. time. People say I want change, but they're not willing to invest time. And That's what right. you just talked about is time is going to pass anyway. My gosh, why yes, can't you just invest is. both of them and create this beautiful uh, marriage mm-hmm. that yes. will yield you um, happiness, contentment and health for sure. That's so right. That's a lot mm-hmm. of great knowledge and wisdom. Thank you so much. Um, where could people find you? Uh, people can find me, of course, at thatsaladlady.com. Uh, the recipes are mine. You may you may uh, read them from others, but the recipe innovations are mine. But my blog is where I live. My blog is all mine. Uh, so my good. Healthy Living blog is where all of my insights are and experiences and things to help you build your bowl in your life. And of course, social media, every channel, I'm there. TikTok <laughs> seems to be a favorite. Everyone loves TikTok. Um, but I have a lot of fun there. That's, that, that's <laughs> where I kind of live and my little alter ego comes out a lot. So be sure to check us out there. A lot of tips. And um, on Instagram, it's a little different, that.salad.lady. But I'm there too. And, you know, (laughs) everything, every social media site is a different experience. So definitely check all of those out. Um, But make sure you also subscribe uh, to that saladlady.com because I get tons, tons, dozens of dozens and dozens of emails every day um, requesting, you know, specific advice on meal prepping, meal planning, Mm -hmm. you know, losing weight. And I'm putting together a series of courses in the new year uh, that'll get you, that will get you through that process. But you have have to be on my mailing list to know about those first. Get on the mailing list. And then when you have them ready, we will make sure that everybody from Go Confidently um, 
home and Casa de Confidence are aware. Yes. And we will re-promote mm-hmm. that as well to make sure that people get on the bandwagon because salads are Excellent. not just for the summer. Salads are not just um, for, you know, the, that side dish. It could be the main event. And you A full meal to, deal. Yeah. And you have to be <laughs> able to experience and, and experiment and be willing to be curious as to what exciting things you can make when you put a lot of things together. Absolutely. Well said. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nina, thank you again for coming. And you are always welcome to come back to Casa de Confidence. We appreciate you. And don't forget, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on the Casa de Confidence podcast with Julie DeLuca Collins. Remember to check her out on Instagram and Facebook and always click subscribe to catch every new episode. Remember, leave a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. And as always, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Hi, everybody. I know that sometimes we get very lonely in this entrepreneur journey, and I want to invite you to join us into our limited time only Purposeful You Mastermind. For many of us entrepreneurs, we believe that we can do it all, but the reality is that doing it alone only creates a lot of overwhelm. So join us at the Purposeful You Mastermind. You can find out more information by going to bit.ly forward slash Julie's Mastermind. This is going to be the place where you are able to then unlock your full potential and achieve long-term success for your business, push you behind your current limits, expand your connections, discover new ideas, and implement them with confidence. You're going to get the support in all aspects and transforming you to the six-figure business you've been looking for. Pause and get off the hamster wheel if you've been spinning around. This is a time where you can get that support from like-minded entrepreneurs that are here to join you in your journey. Together, we can challenge the assumptions and land the speaking engagements and opportunities we want to grow our business and make an impact in the lives of people. See you then. Remember, you can find the mastermind at bit.ly, Julie's Mastermind.